Hey friends, welcome. Welcome to the Toxic Podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to finally, to just finally put this out there. It's something that I have been thinking about for a long time. Uh, it's a little embarrassing when I think about how long, <clears throat> three years, um, but I'm finally putting out there. I just feel that especially, well, it, I mean, I shouldn't say just especially now with, you know, everything going on, but um, it just really needs to be a lot more awareness and as many people as possible uh, sharing about the environmental factors that are playing a role in our health. So that's truly, truly like a whole toxin conversation, what they are, where we can find them, how we're being exposed, how they're impacting our health. Um, and then of course there's toxins are not only the external environmental uh, portion of it, but there's also internal toxins and those would be like our, our thoughts. Um, and everything and that honestly it all they all kind of play into each other and um one of my other topics that i i mean it's in the world of toxins but it's in regards to our nutrition um it's crazy when you actually think about how important our our nutrition is and how that plays a role with how we are even absorbing toxins to begin with and how that plays a role in the way our body functions and in your gut health and that sends the message to your brains. And it's just, I mean, it's just all intertwined and there's not one answer. Um, really, it's an accumulative process between all the things internally and externally um, to marry it all together uh, in order to have true, true health. Um, so in addition to bringing the awareness of what is wreaking havoc on our health and making us toxic is um, the nourishment and um, the tools that you can use in order to heal um, and live like your best life and, and to thrive and be healthy and happy because you feel good. Um, so that's really the goal. The goal of this show is to, um, to wrap all that up in a messy little bow because I am not perfect. Um, case in point, I have probably recorded this show too many times <laughs> and I'm recording it again. Um, but you know what? I'm just going to put it out there messy because that's what we are. Um, just not, nobody's perfect. So anyway, that's the goal. This is where we're heading. And, um, and if you are uh, concerned about your health uh, in any way, or you just want to make sure that you do stay healthy and and on top of things, then I also invite you to join me every week for a little uh, for a little episode, a little dose of awareness and nourishment. So anyway, for today, I really kind of wanted to cover the importance of detox. Right, um, toxins are are they're they're literally in every part of our daily life. It's in our air, it's in our water, our food, our skincare, our products, um, and it can get a little bit overwhelming, right? Because it's in all the places. Um, and then you kind of feel like, well, what can I do? Because it's, <laughs> it's literally, literally everywhere. Um, and a lot of times I find that, I mean, even some people in my own personal life conversations that I've had, um, can can kind of say, oh, you know, you're being, 
dramatic or overboard or fear mongering. And it's not that it's pushing fear of being afraid to eat this and use that or, or anything. It's more about the awareness because if there's one area in your life that you do not want to be ignorant, it's going to be your health. So yeah, I think that it's important for us to know what the toxins are um, and, and where they're coming from because here's the thing, you can't physically see them. You can't physically see toxins. Like I can't look in the air and see heavy metals. I can't pour a glass of water and see the lead in there. I can't squirt out my toothpaste and see the fluoride. I can't, um, you know, put lotion on my skin and see the endocrine disrupting chemicals that are in there. Like you just can't see it. Um, and so a lot of times in, in that regard, you know, if you can't see something, it's like out of sight, out of mind. It's almost like either it doesn't exist or you just forget. You just forget. And so as we're forgetting that they're present because we can't see them, um, those toxins are busy accumulating little by little, day after day, in our bodies, storing in our fatty tissues, um, and ultimately will cause issue in some way, form or fashion for for everybody. For some person, it might be skin issues. For some person, it might be gut issues. For some person, you know, it could be something more drastic. Um, I mean, the list can really go on because a lot of times the symptoms that start to show up, we will dismiss as, you know, oh, I'm being tired or, oh, I'm just um, developing an allergy um, and things. And those really are signs of your your toxic cup, so to speak, is filling up. Um, and, and it slowly, it will fill up, fill up, fill up until it starts overflowing. Um, which actually brings me to this, this study that I came across fairly recently. These scientists had concluded a study that showed the average adult is carrying with them 700 toxins at, a, at one time. Like, literally, 700 toxins. You guys, that's insane, right? Um, and the other thing that was within that study, which I was, really, my mind was blown, is that a, a newborn baby can be born with over, over 200 toxins. A newborn precious little baby nugget baby. Um, I mean, how crazy, unfortunate, sad, really, truly, that a, a, a child in this day and age is born with that level of toxicity day one well even before day one because what's happening is when a a woman is pregnant whatever load she is carrying a good portion of that is going to be passed on through the placenta onto her fetus um onto her little baby and so you might be thinking you know what are the signs like how how do i know if my toxic cup is filling up or it's overflowing, um, and I'll, I'll tell you, <laughs> when it's filling up, you're going to start to hear not literal whispers, but your body's going to start giving you little signs, little, little symptoms, right? And it's going to whisper and whisper and whisper until it starts screaming at you. And that's when you've got a full-blown full blown problem. 
uh, a full-blown health issue type problem. Um, and some of the, the signs that your toxic cup may be filling up or potentially is overflowing is um, like if you are tired, like tired more than not tired. Um, and if you're waking up feeling more tired than when you went to bed, um, that would be really a sign of your cup filling up. If you are having um, mood swings, um, you know, fairly moderately, um, that would be a sign that your, your cup is filling. If you've got skin issues or autoimmune issues or like a full stop, yes, definitely, you're, you're overflowing. Your toxic cup is overflowing. If you're developing allergies, um, if you've got chronic migraines, any type of neurological uh, issue, even like brain fog. Brain fog would be, to me, like a sign that your cup is, is filling up. Um, it's not normal. Common, yes, but normal and common are not synonymous. And I think those two words kind of get, um, they overlap a lot, but they're, they're not the same. Um, a lot of times people notch up brain fog to being a new mom. I, mean, I remember hearing that one all the time. Um, it's not that you're just a new mom and be, being forgetful. Your minerals are likely being depleted because, you know, you're, you're feeding your baby um, all the time and they're getting the nutrients and so you need even more. Um, you're not sleeping well. Um, all these things are contributing, right? So you're, you're having brain fog. But like I said, that's more of a whisper. That's more of a sign that your cup is filling up. And then the full-blown scream would be the Alzheimer's, the dementia. Um, those would be like, that's the problem. Now, now you've gone really far rather than, rather than catching it in the, in the whisper phases. Um, joint pains, that would be another whisper. Um, you know, being achy, depression. I mean, that would be considered, in my opinion, it could, depending on how often, or if you're chronically um, depressed, that really is more of a scream. That's an environmental factor that's going on there um, that, that's causing that. Um, because when the, well, I'll get into that a little bit later in regards to the minerals and, and everything, that's going to be a few more episodes down the road. But um, yes, you got to pay attention to your to your body, what it's trying to convey to you, what it's trying to tell you. You've got to listen. Um, and, and ways that you can kind of clue in is when you have these these pains or you're feeling tired or um, start asking when and what questions. You know, like, when did I feel like this? What did I have? Where was I? Just start being a detective. Like, you kind of have to be... Um, I don't know if really the best word is a bodily detective, but you got to be aware of your, of your body and what it's doing and how it's behaving and acting. And those, like I said, those are the, the whispers that's trying to tell you that something isn't right. And so you need to now put on your little detective hat and try to figure out what is causing the problem. Um, so that way you can minimize or eliminate what it is, what the root cause is, um, to, in order to fix it rather than just masking it. Um, because truly only you know how you feel, right? You're the one that's with yourself every single day. Only you know. Like, And um, we're actually pretty intuitive if we, just, if we just listen. And I want you to know that you have 
control. You have total control over your health. I mean, minus your genes, right? But in all honesty, genes probably play, oh gosh, I wish I could remember this right now because I'm like on the spot recording. But I feel like I read it was maybe 10%. 10% is gene related and the rest is environmental, right? Um, your environment is what's going to pull the trigger, so to speak. I really wish there was a better phrase for that. Uh, I'm sure there is. I just can't think of it right now. Um, your environment is what's kind of pulling the trigger or flip. I will say flipping the switch, right? <laughs> or what do they say in the South? They say, oh, it doesn't matter. Flipping the switch on and off is what it's doing to your, to your, your quote, good or not so good genes, um, or vulnerable genes. We all, we don't want to say good or not good, but, um, that's what's flipping the switch is, is the environment. It's the chemicals, the heavy metals, the mold, the VOCs, all the things, the BPA, the PFAS, um, all of those that are accumulating into your fatty tissues. It is what is turning on or turning off the the genes that are going to be reactive and cause you inflammation and pain and chronic health issues. Um, and you truly do have control over a lot. Can we control all of it? No, of course not. We can't control all of it, but you can control what you put in your body. You can control what you bring into your house. You can control to a certain extent where you're working. Maybe you've you know, realize it might not be the best environment for you and you can't make the change right now, but it doesn't mean you can't work towards putting yourself in a better situation. So ultimately you do have control. And like I was saying, paying attention to the whispers is definitely, definitely something you want to practice. Um, and I actually, I want to, I want to bring up two things actually. Um, and now I feel like analogies are always really good um, because they kind of make you see something in a in a new light. And this is just going to, for me to, I don't want to say prove, but really highlight why the environment is pretty much the, the primary issue in anybody's health when it's, when it's not going well. Um, let's just think about a plant, right? I have a really <laughs> a, a bad relationship with plants because I'm not good at keeping them alive. I for the life of me, I, I've not been able to, I'll say yet, I've not been able to keep a plant alive yet. Doesn't mean I won't in the future, but my success rate so far has not been so wonderful. However, and here's the reason, right? Because every plant, for the most part, is, is different. Like we, we are all different. We all have different needs, right? We all live in different environments. And so the reason why a plant may or may not thrive is maybe it's getting too much water, not enough water, too much sunlight, not enough sunlight. Um, you know, maybe the soil is contaminated um, and it's always the plant's environment that is causing the plant to either wilt and, and die or thrive. You never would ever, because I know like I in the past I've had um, gosh, you guys, I've even had succulents because I thought those were supposed to be like super easy, right? And I still managed to to kill those too. But thankfully I do better with, with myself and my kids. But um, so anyway, I would always ask, you know, people like, what, 
what do I do? Like, how am I, how much am I supposed to be watering this? And some would say, you know, put it, you know, you got to leave that one in the shade, Shannon, or that one needs to be out in the sun, or you only need to water that one twice a month, or that one needs water every like three days. And, um, you know what, not once did anybody ever say, oh, well, that plant has bad genes. Not once. No, anything that somebody had suggested to me was always an environmental factor. And it's the same thing for you and the same thing for me. Like anything that's going to impact our life to either thrive or wilt is going to be environmental. So there you have that. And so we talked a lot about environmental toxins. And I just want to end this first episode with something in regards to... um to internal toxins, okay? Um, And it's going to be this word that I used to cringe. I used to cringe every time I used to hear this word. And and now it has meaning to me. Before it it didn't have any meaning. And I felt like, you know, like sometimes there's just these words that get overused and um, phrases that people use, but they don't really have any meaning behind it. It's just kind of like fluff or they're saying it because it's kind of like the trend at the moment. And that's how I used to feel about the word alignment. Like you would hear alignment all the time. Like, you know, in order to be happy, you, you've got to live in alignment and, and your career should be in alignment with your beliefs. And, and like I said, I just felt like it was overused. I didn't get it until one day it clicked. One day it really, really clicked for me. And, um, And I'm going to give you my interpretation of alignment and it may be different for you, but this, this really helped me. And it it actually ended up making me think about stress, right? How it, it kind of folds into the whole internal thoughts and stress part of, of, of toxins. And so for me, I now believe that alignment is when your, your thoughts and your words, and your actions are all the same. If your thoughts, and your words, and your actions are all the same, there's no stress there. Because what you think, and what you tell people, and put out into the world, and what you're actually doing, they they all are, are the same. Um, and so there's no regret there, there's no added stress there, there's no doubt there, there's no second guessing. It's it's truly who who you are and what you believe, and you're putting it out there and you're and you're doing it. And when all of those things are the same, you are in alignment and you're going to eliminate a whole lot of stress. Because a lot of stress that people feel, um, a lot of it is self-induced. And when your stress is self-induced, it's because you might be thinking you know, one thing, but saying something entirely different and then not doing anything, right? Or you might be, you know, thinking, you always are thinking whatever is true to you. Like you never think what's not true to you. You always, whatever the thoughts you have in your head, those are true to who you are. Um, You might not say them out of fear and then that causes a little bit of stress, but then you might be bold enough to say it, but then not actually take any action on it. Um, And so there's my, my piece of advice is to 
control what you bring into your house because you absolutely truly do have control over what you bring in your home and what you put on your body and what you put in your mouth and um and everything and that's a huge part of taking care of the environmental toxins in your immediate space um and then of course when it comes to the toxins in the the, the thought patterns that you have on that level of toxins to truly be in alignment with your what you're thinking, what you're saying, and what you're doing. And when you can do those three things, you're going to eliminate a ton of unnecessary stress. I super appreciate you hanging out with me today. If anything that I said resonated with you today, if you were in agreement with anything, then definitely go ahead and hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for more information on heavy metals, mold, and detox.